Hello and welcome to the Island Travel Podcast. I am Mark and I am the host and creator of the Island Travel Podcast. I am also the author of the book, Internet Revolution, A Generational Story, available on Amazon. On this podcast, we talk about Kiribati, which you'll hear in the interview with Gunnar Garfors. I actually get the name wrong the first few times. It is pronounced Kiribati, although it is spelled Kiribati common error and there's a little story about the name and why it is pronounced that way and why it is spelled that way which Gunnar shares later in the episode. Uh, Gunnar Garfors has written a couple books on travel. Um, One of them is called How I Ran Out of Countries, a story about how he visited all the countries in the world. The second book is called Elsewhere and that is a book about the 20 least visited countries. Kiribati is an island in the South Pacific which is one of the least visited countries. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like this, please subscribe to it. Please like it or leave a review and share it with friends. Enjoy. You're an author of two books now. The most recent book you wrote is called Elsewhere. And the previous one was called How I Ran Out of Countries. Both of them are about travel. The first one is about how you visited every country in the world. And then I think you you did visit every country in the world a second time as well, right? You're the only person to have done that, correct? (laughs) Yeah, it sort of occurred to me that there is no country in the world that deserves to be visited only once. So um, it was while researching the second book, when I was going to visit uh, the 20 least visited countries anyway, I sort of decided, uh, come on, I might as well visit uh, all of them. And well, I took took all my money, but uh, <laughs> I have I have no regrets. <laughs> so that, that wonderful, was, wonderful. Uh, yet available in English. So my literary agent is, is still working on that. It's coming out in Hungarian uh, soon, um, but uh, English version should hopefully be out uh, later this year or, or um, early twenty twenty one. Wonderful. What took you to the Kiribati Islands? First visited uh, in 2013, so it's it's a while ago. Uh, I was on a mission to visit uh, every country in the world, and um, that um, included Kiribati uh, as well. I think that was one of my, that was my uh, second last country in the world to visit out of all 198, and my last one was uh, Cape Verde uh, on the west coast of Africa. So um, that was my first visit, and then I returned in 2018 to uh, do some research for. Uh, my book on the 20 least visited countries in the world, the, the least touristy countries. What was your initial experience like when you, you know, got out of the plane or kind of your, you know, going to your hotel or just kind of getting settled in? What, what, what would you initially think of the country? Well, it, it's a wonderful country. I mean, it's, um, it's based on 34 islands. Um, it's uh, covering a vast area. It's actually the 12th biggest country in the world in terms of the uh, economic area, if you count the, the sea in between the islands. Uh, but if you look at the oh. islands themselves, it's only, uh, you know, it, it's the size of, uh, of Manhattan or, you know, or now, well, it's, it's a little bit bigger than that, but, you know, it's 811 square kilometers. Um, people are really, really friendly. Uh, the first time I, I came, I had not booked any hotels or anything. I didn't know anything about transport, but um, uh, I hitched a ride with uh, some, some, um, some other passengers 
and they took me to to a hotel and I just checked out the room and um, and decided that was that was a nice place to stay. You know, that's, that's one of the ways I, I like to, to travel. I, I don't really tend to book hotels in advance. I, I prefer to to have a look at the room, to check out the facilities, you know, to see whether it's noisy or and it's a good way to actually bargain on, on the room price as well. They know that, you know, if, if they give you a, a high price, you're just going to cross the road and go somewhere else. Um, so, no, it was a really good first impression. And, uh, you know, people are, are so friendly. The, the temperature is amazing. You have the lagoon um, that you land on in Tawara, the, the capital. Yeah. The water is green. You know, it's uh, you have palm trees. Wow. Kind of like an idyllic kind of South Pacific um, sort of like island paradise kind of, kind of view. Yeah, right? you can say that um, in, in many ways. Uh, the downside is that you don't really have a lot of uh, fancy hotels. So it's also the... A stereotypical, um, you know, Pacific island, except for the umbrella drinks, if you like. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have some very, very decent hotels there, but it's not. It's it's one of the least visited countries in the world, um, and um, infrastructure is is not great. It's also one of the countries in the world that's going to disappear first if um, if global warming causes um, uh, water levels. To, to rise so it's a, quite a quite a poor country but people are really um, accommodating very very friendly it's great for diving as well but you only have one scuba diver uh, scuba diving uh, shop there so so you might want to bring your own uh, gear if, if you're uh, if you're aiming for that there, there are certainly loads of fish uh, hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of fish that you, that you can see as uh, as a diver. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess kind of touching on that, um, you know, diving, I guess, obviously, is, is a major activity there. I, you said, what was there, about 30 islands, you said, spread out in this Kiribati Island archipelago or so? Or yeah, 34. And, and it, it actually, it looks to, to be called Kiribati, uh, but it's pronounced Kiribas. And, and this sort of puzzled me uh, when I, I came there as well. I also said Kiribati. And I, I, they, they told me, no, 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 it's Kiribas. And then um, the taxi driver in Kiribati, and there's only one, his name is Kaura, uh, and I, I hitched a ride with him. I was not going to take a taxi, but he stopped anyway and said, no, no, you can, I'll, I'll drive you for free. And he told me the story that 150 years ago, um, there was this British missionary that came to Kiribati to, um, well, to, to, uh, to preach uh, Christianity, uh, but he also brought a typewriter because he was going to help them, provide them with, with a written language. And when he stepped ashore from the big sailing boat he was on, he apparently dropped the typewriter into the ocean. And some, some kids, they drove down and picked it up and, and, and you know, put it in a, in a bungalow and dried it up. And then when they tried it, it worked perfectly well, except for one thing, the, the letter S had fallen off. <laughs> so then they had to be creative. And, you know, in order to, because S is a very important sound in the language. So in order, how, how are we going to write the, the letter or the sound S when we don't have the letter? And then they decided in, you have to, if you write T-I or T-U, that's pronounced S. It's a funny story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's very interesting how that it just changed the whole language for, for <laughs> years. Uh, that, amazing, amazing. And S is really, in a lot of languages, it is a very uh, important sound. Um, interesting. Um, well, let's just kind of touch here um, briefly on like the flights, like getting in uh, and out, and then we'll kind of talk a little bit about the activities, kind of building on the scuba diving. Um, our flights, you know, how, how much does it cost, and where do you, are you usually flying from? I, I assume there's not a lot of nonstop flights from all over. 
No, the, the best place uh, that most people can probably fly in is from, from Fiji. You have um, a direct flight from Nandi. It's going to set you back probably $800 as they'll return. Uh, although you have some other options. You can fly in from, from uh, Tuvalu, which is a very, very tiny island nation. Uh, there's one flight there, a propeller flight, every Wednesday. Um, and then you can also fly in from the Marshall Islands, which is reasonably well-connected via uh, Guam and Honolulu. So coming from the U.S., mm-hmm. that, that might be your best uh, option. And, and that's not very pricey either. But, of course, then you have to, to get to the Marshall Islands first, and that's very, very costly. So, you know, to get from the U.S., it, it's going to set you back uh, probably $1,500 uh, return at least, and it can be much more costly than that. One of the problems is you only have a few flights a week into Kiribati, and um, with um, the storms that you might have there and the, the, the low level of the low number of flights, it's quite easy to be um, you sort of uh, stuck somewhere, and then you might lose all your flights. So, so it's it's a bit it's a tricky region. Uh, yeah, so you definitely it's a place you definitely want to have uh, plenty of flexibility with time. Quite get there, it's a little inaccessible. A, a little bit more on the like, the logistics. You, you mentioned you know there's obviously there's one taxi, one taxi guy really, just one taxi guy for that uh, yeah. main island. <laughs> so how are you getting around usually? I mean, I, I just walking or. Do you have bike rental or something? What are like the transportation options like? In many of these countries with um, with few inhabitants and a low number of cars, people are very very friendly, and they will if if they see you alongside the road, they'll they'll just pick you up if, if you'd like to be taken somewhere. You have a fair number of minibuses as well. You don't have public transport um, as such. But, you know, as long as you're, you're by the road and you're so, sort of indicating you want to go somewhere, uh, then, you know, people will pick you up in, in a matter of, of minutes. And if you go to Tawara, the, the main island where the capital is, uh, you know, you pretty much have one road going from one side to the other. Um, and um, at points, the island, it's, it's like 10 meters wide, you know, and that's, that's, the, that's the road going there. And that's it. Bike rental, you, you, can, you can borrow bikes from, um, from some hotels and, and some private uh, persons, I, I guess. Um, but it, it's not really available. Sure. And, and I guess just touching briefly, because I, I guess it's a whole rabbit hole, but obviously there's 34 other islands. Uh, are people hopping around to other islands by boat or is the distance just so far? It's, you know, kind of a whole other, a whole other trip you got to kind of work in if you're actually getting around from island to island. No, you have some local boats, but they are sort of mm-hmm. a, a, a sail, um, sailing boats or they have uh, well small engines. So to go to, let's say, the nearest islands, it might take set you back like a day or two. And if you want to go to Christmas Island, which is not too far from Hawaii, uh, that's there's a five-hour flight from uh, Tawara. Usually, you didn't um, earlier. You, you were not able to fly directly, but Air Kiribati they just started a flight. I think this year. But the, the islands nearby Tawara, you know, will set you back. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe a day or even two days to to some of them. So it's not easy to wow. uh, to travel around, and yet another reason why you should really set aside a lot of lots of time, uh, because to go out to, to to other islands than the main one, uh, that's really where you you see the unique um, uniqueness of, of, of Kiribati. So, you know, no electricity. People are living in in bungalows, uh, straw huts, just above the water or next to the water. It's uh, it's it's magnificent, beautiful. Yeah. 
Amazing, amazing. How are the uh, how are the people generally? I mean, I, I said it sounds like they're just very friendly. You have a lot of interaction with people. You know, when you walk along the street, people will, will uh, greet you. Say Maori. Well, my 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 Kiribati language is probably not perfect, but it's a Kona Maori or just Maori, and it's sort of hello, how are you doing? And um, then they will smile at you. And you know, if if you talk back, you smile back, which which you most definitely will. You know, it's so easy to get in touch with them. They'll invite you to to a party or a dinner or whatever. I was there for quite some time, and I I, I got to know a number of people, and they asked me, Gunnar, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, No, I don't have any plans. And they said, well, would you like to, to come uh, come join us at the birthday party? And I said, yeah, well, absolutely. That sounds brilliant. You know, a local birthday party. So what kind of a birthday party is this? No, it's, it's Randall's birthday party. It's, it's, it's the most important birthday party in his life, they told me. And I said, wow, that's amazing. And maybe he's turning 18 or 21 or 50 or 100 years old. So I, said, I asked him, <laughs> how old is Randall going to be? No, he's going to be one year old. <laughs> and I said, oh. one year old, how can that be the most important birthday of his life? You know, he's never going to remember this when he grows up. <laughs> and, and, and they yeah. told me, well, because of very high um, uh, mortality rates for, for babies, right. you, know, you know, so that's really worth celebrating. And there were two, three hundred people at the party. There, were, there was a band, there were dancers, there was so much um, food, there were lobsters, there was steak pork, vegetables, whatever. Uh, it was a massive right. party that lasted all throughout the night. And um, these kind of things you, you, you will easily get invited to, just as long as you are uh, humble, you're open-minded, and you're smiling, and um, you know, not being sort of a uh, uh, little bit full of yourself because you are from, from a wealthy country like Norway or the US or, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Smiling. Yeah. It definitely seems like that's a common theme in the, you know, traveling to make the travel experience better. Austin, yeah. I know. Um, I mean, at one point, Kiribati was one of the poorest countries in the world and one of the lowest um, income on a per capita basis. But obviously, you know, there's a lot of, there's an abundance of food there, as it sounds. And so, you know, clearly just because a place has maybe a lower income doesn't necessarily, you know, there's other factors going on. And, you know, it seems like food is, you know, not exactly scarce. Um, just talking more generally, what are some of the activities that you did or that you'd recommend? Or no, well, fishing is is uh, I should mention as well. So much fish there, and on the nearby Christmas Island, you have a hidden island, I should say, which is uh, not known to most foreigners, but they they claim that's one of the best surfing spots in in the world, to the very east of. Um, of Kiribati and um, you don't have many flights going there but apparently a fair amount of, of top uh, surface uh, primarily from the United States they actually go there because you have incredible waves and almost no other people there um, also well traveling to if you have the time traveling to, to smaller islands uh, for sure meeting uh, locals seeing how they how they actually live uh, is 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 very unique. It's also been quite important during World War Two. So you have a lot of uh, old fortresses and and old guns, you know, rusty old guns uh, there. So for those interested in in, in war history, uh, there's quite a mm -hmm. lot to to do as well. And and food is it, yeah, there's a lot of good food there. So and and friendly friendly faces. So no, there's a lot to see. But yeah, you need to have quite a lot of time especially if you want to leave um, one of the main islands, because uh, that will um, take a while. <laughs> right, right. Okay, well, last thing. Is, is there anything you wish you had avoided or you would have done a little bit differently? 
probably just um, I should have had more time there, which is the case with all of these okay. um, the countries in the, in the Pacific. Also, to to stay there, I stayed in this bungalow over water, which you know it had sort of a bridge out to it, and and it, it was totally it was it was incredible. Uh, it's one of the, the neighboring islands to to Tawara. Um, the the landlady uh, Teresa, which I mentioned earlier, she she made pancakes in the morning, and, and uh, <laughs> so you know I wish I'd stayed more nights uh, at such a, such a place in in Kiribati. You also have uh, the, probably the, the coolest bar is <laughs> called a beer and bullshit bar, and they said, well, you know, we we provide the beer, you bring the bullshit, and you know, there's a lot of <laughs> lots of joking going around there with quizzes and. And a really wonderful crowd. And that's in Beso, yeah. in, in, in the main town, in the country. That's wonderful. You know, just talking about you know, Carabas has really put a smile on my face. You have a, a website or a blog, right? If people want to, you know, to see your, your work in general, right? My uh, website is called the Garforce Globe. It's um, garforce.com, so it's quite easy. My last name, and the same with um, with all the social media accounts, Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram. I'm just at Garforce, really. So. Um, Feel free to get in touch and, and, and ask uh, any, any questions, you know. <laughs> great. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks so much, Gunnar. It's been great talking to you, right? Have a great one. Great, Mark. Thanks a lot for having me. It was a pleasure.